0: and welcome to colorful conversations brought to you by the creators of kaleidoscope living i'm tia your host and
1: occasional referee hey i'm tasha and i'm joe we know from experience that living your best life begins with creating a home you love so on this podcast we chat about diy home design and life at home
2: our goal is simple we want you to learn something useful and to have fun every time you listen all
1: right y'all here we go
0: Today we are talking about Kaleidoscope Living and the philosophy behind the blog, and we're going to hear a little bit more about how Joe and Tasha got started on this journey.
1: So this is Tasha talking, not to be confused with Tia. We (laughs) couldn't have more similar names. Sorry about that. So I'm Tasha, and I just thought it would be fun if we all kind of introduce ourselves and tell you all a little bit about the people behind the microphones. So <laughs> I was a trial attorney for 15 years, I guess, and I defended mostly medical professionals in medical malpractice actions. They were very contentious. It was very stressful, and I really for most of my career as a lawyer, liked it. It was very interesting work. I've never shied away from a challenge, but it was stressful. And Joe and I met, um, we met at college, and we we were together for the years that I was in law school, and then we got married, was it four days, literally four days after I graduated it from It was law something school.
2: like that. There was a lot going on. There was a, <laughs> a wedding, <laughs> moving was. to a new state, a graduation, yeah.
1: And then I had to start my bar review class, so hashtag no honeymoon. That's right. We did not get a honeymoon. It's not that I'm bitter about it. <laughs> it's so <sad. laughs> um, Anyway, so I would say that we bought our first house within about six months of getting married, and... We very quickly, and we'll talk more about this later, but we very quickly realized we were we were going to be the people who wanted to make our homes um, the place that we just loved. And so we kind of slowly but surely honed our DIY skills, and that has continued with every single home that we purchased. Well, in when did we buy our current house?
2: 2012.
1: Oh, gosh. Okay, so in 2012, we bought the house that we are currently in. And it was the most boring house you've ever seen, and it's also a contemporary style house. It was built in 1986. It was basically the kind of house we said we would never live in.
2: Definitely, yeah. We were always the historic,
1: yeah, yeah, home buyers. Yeah, but we had twin girls. Our twins were two when we moved into our house. And we needed storage, y'all. I, I, frankly, as much as I love a historic home, closets are not the strong suit. Tia lives in one. She, <laughs> she can relate to this. So we, but we bought it. I think I had a very clear vision for what it could become. It had a great floor plan It had some, like, we had some very specific requirements. Like, I must be able to enter the garage into the kitchen for easy grocery unloading. It Checked all those boxes. The box it didn't check was anything in the aesthetic department. But we bought it. We knew we were going to transform it. And I thought maybe I'll start a blog about this. It was a total hobby, but I, I love, obviously we love the renovating. We had been doing that for the past several houses and we had always taken pictures of them and shared it with friends and family. And I just thought maybe, maybe a blog would be an easier way to do this as opposed to like emailing photos out every time we finish a project. So that's what I did. I, I literally was sitting at my desk in my lawyer office one day, and I started a free, What was it? what's the platform called? Blogger? Blogger. Blogger. Yeah. I started a blog on Blogger. Please don't go look at it. You can. I've, I learned this weekend. You can go, there's a website where you can go back and look at prior versions. It's tragic. But anyway, <laughs> and like I thought it was funny haha to name the blog Designer Trapped in a Lawyer's Body because that's very much how I felt at the time. I always had this creative side to me. And Joe can tell you, I mean, every weekend, really, we were doing something to the house.
2: Yeah, we were finishing work and going to Home Depot on Friday nights. and
1: It was like... It was like hot date nights, y'all. <laughs> living, living the dream. Oh, yeah. living the dream. So anyway, that's how the blog started. It was really, ne- I never, I did not know you could make a career out of blogging. I thought friends and family would read it, which they did, but then other people started reading it. And I would say, I think my very first blog post ever, the first published blog post was how we transformed our laundry room, which is not a small room. For $71 out of pocket. That I, was your very first post? Very first blog post. And it's post. still a
0: very popular project, is. which is
1: what's so funny. It is. But we painted the... And actually, I did it while Joe was working a double shift. Because I'm, I'm not... Joe, were you on board with me transforming the laundry room?
2: I can't remember why not. But <laughs> I... Yeah, I, I tend to... I'm going to guess
1: the price tag I,
0: would be why not. <laughs> yeah, I
2: tend to pump the brakes on things a little bit. Like, let's talk about this and figure... And then, then I went to work and... That Surprise! Surprise. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, so I think Joe, as I remember it, thought, it's a laundry room.
2: Yeah, is this where Ooh, we're going to start. Who cares?
1: But for me, and this is advice I give to people all the time, if you start small and you you take a bite-sized project and you crush it, you are going to feel the motivation to keep going. So, but I knew... Joe here wasn't going to be happy if I spent a lot of money. So I shopped my own house. I used leftover paint for the floor, the cabinets, and the walls. I had old curtains that we hadn't been using. I did have to buy a few things. But bottom line, at the at the end of the two days, he came home. And I was like, oh, surprise, new laundry room. And I only spent $71.
2: You can't complain about that. you
1: can't.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't have to do anything, and it right. didn't cost Really, anything? Okay. Yeah, let's was, keep this going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: So it was. Can it, we parlay that into a career, place? Yeah. Like, well, and that's that's what happened. It was not the plan, but um, traffic to my little blog grew and grew and grew, and yeah. Now we recently rebranded to Kaleidoscope Living, which I'll we'll go into some detail later about the philosophy behind that. Um, but that's that's me in a nutshell. Joe, take it away.
2: Well, I'm a firefighter, and I am the husband of a blogger. (laughs) (laughs) So I fall into uh, a lot of these projects, and a lot of them, you know, we work together, obviously, and figure out our plan and our ideas. But um, anyway, so I don't think I was really very handy until I met Tasha, and we got married and started these little projects. You
0: had to have it inside. That doesn't just... Clearly. It was in there waiting to come out, Joe. Yeah,
2: (laughs) and uh, I think... What I brought to the table was my cheapness.
0: <laughs> Thank you, Joe. Yes, and necessary, clearly. Yeah,
2: like, we are we can't pay everybody to do all this stuff. Yeah. Like, uh, this is going to cost a fortune, so we got to figure out another way. And so, here we are. We're, uh, what have we we've been married for 15, six, going on 16 years? That's
1: embarrassing that we don't know. We got what married year? in 2002, so
2: almost 17, 17 years. 17 years
1: coming because right. we're 15 this year. Woof. Yeah. And we're still going. And we ha- I sh- We should mention we have two very sweet twin girls, and they're super fun. They're a little sassy these days. They have a mind of their own. But they're. I would say we're even. They're little DIY assistants, and we have an eleven-year-old boxer dog. So any other boxer owners out there, shout out because they're <laughs> amazing. Um, yeah, I feel like Joe glazed over the firefighter thing, but that is his career. And the nature of the shifts for firefighting, it's at least where we live, it's 24 hours on, 48 off. So that gives us a lot of flexibility to, since I work from home, and he's home many days as well. That does give us an edge in completing the DIY projects. Sure. All right, Tia.
0: All right, I am Tia DiLoretto, and I am Tasha's assistant for, that's how I started, have had many different
1: hats, many different titles.
0: And I think I started with you in two thousand fourteen.
1: Maybe twenty fifteen.
0: Two thousand early two thousand fifteen, yes. I think was like my official start. And um I've done all different kinds of things since then. So many things. And currently I am <laughs> called the content manager manager currently. That's what it says <laughs> under my name on my emails. And um Tasha and I have sort of led uh, parallel lives Mm -hmm. in a lot of ways. We lived three blocks from each other and didn't know it. We met because our kids were at preschool together, and I had a very small little blog that I don't do anymore, but somebody told me she had a blog, and I was like, oh, hey, I have a blog. What's yours about? And how many hits do you get? And she told me, and I said, oh, oh, that sounds very successful. (laughs) Okay, well, that's different than what I'm doing, so maybe you could teach me something. (laughs) But we just sort of evolved and talked a lot and realized um, I was ready to maybe do something different in my life, and sort of realized it would be a good fit personality-wise and skill-wise and we and kind of haven't looked back since.
1: No, it's and been it's amazing. It's been great. And I I think one of the things that that I felt very strongly about when we were talking about starting this podcast is it I'm the one writing the blog posts and I'm the one on social media, but I don't make any of this happen by myself and I have always been quick to point out that Joe is such a huge part of all the projects. I'm kind of the dreamer. He's the one who's like, we don't know how to weld. (laughs) So that's probably, but then he'll figure out a way to make it happen. So I felt very strongly that Joe should do this um, with us, particularly because we're going to tackle topics like renovation and marriage. You know, how do you combine two different styles? How do we because uh, y'all Joe will veto my design suggestions in a in a hot minute don't you
2: yeah i mean <laughs> I think I spent a lot of years going along with some things, and I was like, well, now, now I've, I've learned, got my voice a little more. I think. Joe
1: does have his voice. And it's important. But the bottom line is I feel like at the end of the day, even if I get vetoed over and over again, we wind up in a better place. And we wind up with a room that we both really like. So Joe, I felt like, needed to be here. I think that his perspective is very helpful. And Tia helps me so much with content generation and ideas. She is a think tanker <laughs> professional. So it's Hit me all, up if you need an idea. <laughs> I'm here for you. <laughs> it's also really cool that because Tia lives locally that she does, we do work together in person at, at my house, not infrequently. And so I think the perspective she will bring is if Joe and I are retelling something, like for example, a decision that we made in conjunction with the kitchen renovation, she will be like, mm, "That is not how this <laughs> unfolded. I was there for the conversation." Yeah. So she'll be a, she'll be like, a hashtag truth teller. Yes. No, she will not let us sugarcoat <laughs> anything. So that is uh, the team, and we all agree. We want to make this educational. We really want you to have fun when you're listening, but we want you to walk away from every episode feeling like you really learned something that you can put into place in your own life or home as you're trying to create a life and, and spaces that you love.
0: All right. Now that we've learned a little bit about everyone, this is a great time to stop and hear a word from our sponsor
1: do any of these words describe how you feel about your home uninspired embarrassed tired boring or overwhelmed y'all these are words i hear all the time from readers who ask me for design advice and it kills me it breaks my heart to know that there are that many people out there that are so unhappy with their homes so i decided to do something about it um, almost a year ago, I created Designer in a Binder, a comprehensive step-by-step workbook and ebook in one that teaches you how to design spaces that you love. And you get it all for less than the cost of one hour with an interior designer. To purchase Designer in a Binder, visit designerinabinder.com. And as a big thank you for listening, you can enter the code PODCAST to receive 25% off either package. Right now, Designer in a Binder is only available in digital form, but spoiler alert, we're working on creating a physical version now, and more details about that will be coming soon.
0: And now we're back, and let's hear a little bit more about Joe and Tasha's story.
1: I fell in love with my handsome husband at the tender age of 19 in college. And we got married, and within, I would say, six months, we bought our first house. And it was the tiniest, cutest little bungalow in the whole world, and it needed some some work. And that, at the time, I was working an awful lot. Joe was, at the time...
2: I was training, do personal training and just starting out. So long hours, early days, late nights.
1: You have never met a personal trainer who who worked as much as Joe, seriously. So we were both working all the time and our home was like our place to rest and recharge. And I think we both realized... Quickly, that when your home does not feel right and you do not wake up thinking, oh, I love this house, and you don't go to sleep at night loving what you're surrounded by, it negatively impacts the whole rest of your day and the whole rest, every other aspect of your life. It's such, it really sets the tone for everything. And so, pretty quickly, We realized we needed to make some changes. For example, I may have said to Joe one day, "Um, I don't want to live like we're in college anymore. I feel like our bedroom looks like a college dorm room. What's wrong with that? (laughs) (laughs) And Joe said to me.
2: What did I say?
1: Well, I said, babe, we need some bedroom furniture. I cannot, this is, we were, li- like, literally, we had the metal college, like, bed frame. It was a real situation. The
0: $50 bed frame. Yes.
2: Yeah. I said, well, I picked up these milk crates off the side of the road. <laughs> <laughs> They're perfect end tables. The
1: first of many side road picks. <laughs> oh, which continues today. No, what, what I, I presented him with some lovely pottery barn furniture that I thought we would just go buy, right? Champagne taste. Well, always. <laughs> And Joe said No. Nope.
2: We we just probably got past the point where uh orange juice was, you know, our single most expensive food. product. It was product. our
1: splurge. Orange <laughs> juice was our splurge. Treat yourself. On <laughs> Treat juice. yourself.
2: Yeah. So Joe So no we're not we're not gonna go ahead and spend that much money on mm-mm. furniture.
1: Nope. He was hard passing the furniture. I and mean, and frankly was shocked by the prices. We had never really furniture shopped. So he said his proposal was as follows I'll build it. And I was like, what? You've never built anything in your life. You've built a turkey sandwich. How are you going to build bedroom furniture? I bet it was good. (laughs) (laughs) He did make a good turkey sandwich. So he basically took the pictures of the furniture that I wanted from Pottery Barn.
2: And I think I drew them out a little bit, tried to make some kind of plan. And we used our, you know, bottom of the line circular saw and palm sander and went to town, started, started building some furniture. A
1: simple straight edge. But the deal was for the record, I said, okay, cause I'm like, this is not going to work. Right. I mean, I love you and you're, you're amazing. But I thought he has not built anything. So I, the deal was if this does not work, we will purchase furniture. It probably wasn't going to be the pottery barn furniture, but it was going to be something. And so that was the agreement.
2: And so I, I went to it, and the first one didn't go well. I built an end table, (laughs) and uh, we'll just call it the prototype. (laughs) Beta version. Uh, Yeah, I was able to reuse some of the wood, I think, but that one was didn't work. It just it was wonky. Yeah, and so I built two end tables, and we started using them. Yeah. And then the next step was a headboard, and we built a headboard, and that weighed about probably 250 pounds. It did seriously, and then um, and that was I think I learned more about planning it and drawing things out and having an idea what we were doing before we started, and so that one actually turned out really well I think. And the board was great. We used all of that stuff until about two years ago.
1: Yeah,
0: I think that's amazing because I come as I've told you I come from a family of woodworkers, and like I don't think most people just dive in and are like, "Hey, let me just whip up some bedroom furniture." Like they start small with like. I don't know, something very small, a like box. a toy, it's for, yeah. like a small wood toy. Well, And you're like, headboard, check.
2: The, none of this was like perfect at all. I mean, it was really rough, I would say, looking back at it, but it worked and it kind of got us started.
1: Well, and that's exactly right. Like, I feel like it set the tone really for the whole rest of our adult lives, because we had a bedroom that felt really pulled together and that we both loved. We did not spend much to do it. And so I just feel like it was this big, like, aha moment where we realized we can do this. We can create a home that's amazing. We don't have to spend a fortune to do it. We don't have to have super fancy tools to do it. And that it all evolved from there. I mean, it it was like a So thank goodness for Joe, who was like, no, there will be none of that furniture coming into our house. Because if we had just started buying things, A, we would have spent more money than we really could have afforded. We never would have realized that we had these surprise skills. Hidden talents. (laughs) And yeah, it just, it kept going. You know, we put in a brick pathway at that house. We did built-in bookcases in the family room and with Each improvement that we made and with each thing that kind of made that house feel like our happy place and the place we would rather be more than anywhere in the world, I would say for me may have taken Joe a little bit longer. But for me, that was my realization that where you your home matters so much more than you think it does. And it really does set the tone for everything else. It affects your happiness as you walk out the door to go to your job for the day. When you come home at the end of a stressful day, that is where you need to recharge your batteries. So if you're looking around thinking this is a cluttered mess, I hate the wall color, you are not in your best frame of mind. And that will negatively impact you. So... That's kind of the philosophy behind Kaleidoscope Living. Um, You know, we've spent, we're at a phase in our lives now where we can invest a little bit more in the renovations that we do, but for, you know, 15 years, we were not spending much money, and we realized that, you know, our current house, which when we bought was beige. Every, I mean, really, everything in it was beige, right? Floor to ceiling. I mean, floor to ceiling (laughs) beige. It was so depressing. But I... I think there's so much beauty in seeing what can, what potential things have. And so when we rebranded the blog to Kaleidoscope Living, the reason I was so drawn to this concept of a kaleidoscope is that you can look at the most ordinary or frankly object, uh, blah, 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 ugly object through a kaleidoscope and it becomes beautiful. And that is true in our homes as well. You don't have to have, I mean, we had the most basic, boring rooms to start with, and they've, we still have plenty to do, but the rooms that we have done have become kind of these extraordinary places to us, and I think we love everything that we've done in our house so far.
2: Yeah, and I think, you know, it started maybe by doing some things like building furniture, and but I think, really, the biggest transformations we've made have been the simplest ones, and, you know, anybody can paint, Yeah, and, you know, it's not like we're knocking walls down in every room and doing these, like, really intense renovations, which we've done some of that, but I think the easiest ones are the ones, and the cheapest ones sometimes, are the ones that have been probably the biggest uh, transformation process in our houses.
1: Yeah, I totally agree with that. I wouldn't have, I mean, we're actually just about to undertake a huge kitchen renovation, much, I mean, most of which we're hiring out because we're not, you know, engineers and there are walls coming down. But what Joe said is exactly right. I think some of our absolute most favorite projects that have really taken us from, you know, feeling uninspired in a room to like really loving it have not been Expensive or difficult projects. And we'll drop notes to some of our or links to some of those projects, like the plank wall we recently did in our foyer, adding an electric fireplace to our bedroom. Anyone can do that. That was not hard. So we will include links to some of our favorite projects in the show notes for this pilot episode so that you can get a, a sense of, um, you know, how much you can accomplish in your house without. Spending a ton and without having to have like extraordinary skills.
0: All right. That was awesome. We've all learned a little something about each other. Maybe (laughs) you guys have learned some stuff about us (laughs) and we are excited about this season that we're going to record for you guys where we teach you a little something and maybe make you laugh. And so tune in with us every Tuesday for a new podcast from Kaleidoscope Living and we are excited. But don't forget, you don't have to wait until next
1: week to connect with us. You sure don't. You can find us pretty much all the time on Instagram at Tasha.Kaleidoscope, as well as on Facebook, and check out our YouTube channel. But before we go, is a thank you for listening. We have an awesome free guide called Five Steps to Design a Room You Love. You can get it by texting Design Tips, all one word, to 44222, and you'll get the guide delivered straight to your inbox. I also want to mention we're going to do something a little different. And starting with the first regular episode of the season, we are live streaming from Instagram. So if you want to see us embarrass ourselves and mess up and laugh, if you want to just be there for the raw footage i will be announcing on instagram when we're actually going to be live and recording it and you can tune in and ask questions we're going to answer at least one live question every episode
2: hey if you would before you close out your app leave a review every single one helps
1: unless you hate us. Please skip it if you hate us.
0: And last thing before we leave you guys, if you want to tell us something, make us laugh, ask us a question or anything else, email us at podcast at kaleidoscopeliving.com. Each week we'll pick our favorite listener email and send them a fun surprise. All right. Same time, same place next week. See y'all later. Bye-bye.
2: Bye.